Hello there, and welcome to this mini pod, Forecast Awesome, here at the Fairy Tale Studio, where celebrating is what we do best. Here is your host and new best friend, Tracy L. Schreiber. Hello, hello again. We are so excited here from Forecast Awesome. I am in studio again with Beverly Carter, and we are actually going to wrap up our incredible testimony. Our trilogy for all the nerds out there like me. (laughs) This is the last part of our trilogy. Girl, we're all nerds. Okay? (laughs) We're all nerds together. So, So, yeah. So, um, Bev, take it away. You... You're really good at this storytelling thing. And oh, I love this the, story. It, it, you've you know. been, actually, Beverly has been telling me, I must tell this story. And I'm like, I know, we must tell this story. And I was like, oh, wait, hold on, girl. I am starting Forecast Awesome, a podcast. You're coming up. We're going to tell this story. And so it was like a done deal. Yes, and absolutely. Here we go. Absolutely. So, so just to catch everybody up. We are at the Reliance Center back in 2005 after Hurricane Katrina, and they uh, brought all of the evacuees to Houston for us to take care of. We we immediately started taking care of kids in the Reliance Center. Um, quickly, God blessed us until we were basically running a $40,000 daycare center, you know, in the Reliance Center. <laughs> and last week we were talking about how you know, the different organizations would come by the Red Cross and the United Way and FEMA and all these organizations and like, okay, who are you under? Who's who's your umbrella? We're like, uh, Jesus. <laughs> yes. We were just a bunch of moms that decided children need to be taken care of and we just, you know, started taking care of kids. And, you just do it. And you we just did it. I mean Nothing was there to stop us. Every prayer we prayed was getting answered. So, yeah, it happened. It happened because God made it happen. I mean, yep. he, he brought everything we needed and set it up. And, and we had a police a police officers running background checks on all our volunteers. We had the, the Lakeshore Company bring $40,000 worth of equipment and toys. We had the donation center that's constantly supplying us with diapers and wipes and formula we had the our queen, queen of, of crap, crap. Yes. <laughs> thank you for our queen of crap who brought us strollers and other you know other odds and ends as we needed it and oh remember that day one day she brought lunch for all the volunteers i mean they had a little lunch place for all the you know, evacuees and everything they were feeding everybody it was usually sandwiches and stuff mm-hmm. but one day the queen of crap lady came and we had like I think it was Italian food. It was really good. I remember that. But so, yeah, we were constantly taken care of. God was like, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Unbelievable. And so, and then, you know, last week we were talking about it quickly started capturing the attention of the authorities and, and celebrities. And so last week I told you I was going to tell you about my celebrity kiss. Uh, can I just say one thing before she tells you about this of awesome course. thing? But, okay, so among... Like the Cartoon Network called us. Yes. I'm like, the Cartoon Network? <laughs> what? I was like, yeah, no, I don't think we're going to have any Cartoon Network in here. But thank you so much. That's so exciting. So and I'm sorry. And then talk to... about the, the Houston Public Schools. Oh, yes. In Houston Public Schools, it was just they're like, uh, we would like to start doing preschool and partner and with you. Partner with you. And I'm like, 
Well, Jesus is back in the school system. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it was just like, mm-hmm. it was like nothing anybody could plan for or describe. Mm-hmm. Or it's just like, what is happening? So, you know, we told you we had um, that amazing police department that was running background checks on all our volunteers. And so you were not allowed to work with the children unless you were cleared by the police department. And we had a lady come who was denied. Um, I don't know why the police didn't give us any kind of report. They just said no. And so we said no. And um, But she would come back multiple times and try to apply to volunteer in the children's area and um, never got past the police department because everybody who come had to get their background check done. Yes. It didn't matter if you volunteered the day before or not. Everyone who came in got a brand new brand new background check pulled. And so there was, she would try to come when I was away from the daycare center and she, she got turned away four or five times. And uh, I say that to say this because when, when your know, celebrities started coming, um, okay, I'll go ahead and tell you. So I told you last week, I was going to tell you about my celebrity kiss. So I'm standing there and this big group of people comes with the bright lights and the camera going. And it was Ricky Martin. And he came and he brought the daycare area, um, some TVs and uh, chairs and videos for the kids. And he you was know, taking this picture. And, and, and they were saying, well, Beverly's in charge. I think it's hilarious that immediately everybody's saying Beverly's in charge. Because I'm like, okay, everybody, God's in charge. I'm just facilitating <laughs> But he came up and he goes, he goes, can we get a picture? And I was like, okay. And so as they're about to take the picture, he kisses me on my cheek without my permission, by the way. And they get a picture of it or whatever. And I Was it on the Inquirer? I don't know. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. But I immediately turned to, um, oh, I can't remember her name. Oh, I see her face, but I can't remember her name. But I turned to her and go, I need a baby wipe. She handed me a baby wipe, and I wiped it off. And he started laughing his head off that I wiped his kiss off my cheek. (laughs) Like, I'm a married woman. I'm like, I am a married woman. He did not ask my permission. (laughs) Guys. Guys. But then that led to... That led to, right after he was there, Oprah Winfrey came in, and... Y'all, wherever Oprah goes, she has security. Security comes before, during, and after Oprah. Yes. And um, so she came in and was checking out the, you know, the daycare center. And while she was there, you remember that lady I told you that kept getting turned away? She showed up to make trouble. Um, one of the police officers told me later that she had a weapon. It was, they, I think they said it was a knife when she showed up. But because Oprah was there... And with all of Oprah's security, she was quickly, like, and when I say quickly, I mean immediately, instantaneously detained and left. Like, I blinked and she was gone. That's how quick it was. And I was like, you know what? God brought Oprah Winfrey to that child care center that day so that her security team could take care of the troublemaker that fast. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oprah brought her some dinner done with her. Okay. Oprah thought she was coming to see the children, but no, God sent Oprah. <laughs> Amen, sister. Well, here's the thing too. So yes, 
he he used her in that way. But he, she also interviewed Beverly. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I really have, Beverly's kind of famous here, so for many reasons, but also, and I remember actually going, well, you know, uh, I'm going to get Oprah, I'm going to get interviewed by Oprah, but it's not going to be for this, it's going to be for something else, so guess who to this day has been interviewed by Oprah? Yeah, no, Oprah never came back to interview me for nothing. So Beverly, so like we've thought of games we could play with Beverly, like Beverly could say, okay, here's, what's the lie you know that in game all these things? That, yes. Yeah, two truths and a lie. Yeah, I stuff people She's all the time. Good. <laughs> She's also a gamer. I'm going to tell you the truth on that. So this girl and her, for relaxation, she kills zombies, okay? Okay, so I'll tell you my two truths and a lie. So first truth. Yeah, you know, I tell you three truths and you tell me which one's a lie. First truth is I jumped out of an airplane skydiving. Second truth, I interviewed by Oprah Winfrey. Third truth is I love to cook. You tell me which one's the lie. Yeah. Yeah, right. And so I'm Tracy, like Tracy, my best friend. Which yes. one's the lie? Girl, she don't like to cook. <laughs> She's like, I'd sooner shoot you like a zombie, put you in a headlock, you're not making it cook. Actually, she she makes these cookies that are actually like kind of healthy. Hey, I am a good cook. I just don't like to cook. Yeah. yeah, that was the lie. She loves to cook. No, but I tell you what, you need a hey. Can we post the cookie recipe? You could be famous for something. We could else. totally. I'm oh totally fine with cooking. And it's like kind of a healthy cookie. It is actually. a healthy cookie. Just She's lower carbs, the- less sugar, still extra yummy. Oh, yeah. extra yummy. Yes. <laughs> yes, I've had So, yeah, them. that was, you know, that was our, our brush with celebrityism. And, you know, that child care area, I think I said it last time, but I'll say it again. We had upwards of 200 kids come through that child care area daily. And just everything we needed, God provided over and above what we could ask or imagine. And we stayed open the entire time that that the Reliance Center stayed open. Yes. Um, every, you know, Hang I told I, I need for you to tell the story real quick. I don't okay. want them to miss this about the little girl that oh, would yes. come. Yes. So, this is a frosting on the cake. The beauty is, and we have been giving God the glory for all of this amazing stuff. And it was, it felt like, you know, being in the Bible times when the Red Sea parted. It felt like that kind of epic miracles happening on a daily basis. But the biggest miracle right now is what I'm going to tell you. The biggest miracle wasn't necessarily when the entire children's area never got sick. You know, when the rest of the Reliance Center got sick. The biggest one is not that... Uh, yeah, it, it was, was just a bonus. A bonus. Yes. The biggest miracle was, you know, I was standing there and an older uh, an older girl came. She was probably 13 or 14. She was, you know, a young teenager. And she wanted to come in and play and she couldn't and and so I was telling her about Jesus. And she was she didn't know who Jesus was. I said, "Do you know who Jesus? No, I don't know who Jesus." I said, "Well, let me tell you about Jesus." And I did and she said she said, "What? Well, what?" She needed a house. They needed a home, right? Oh, I asked her. I was trying to think how it went. But I said, what do you need? We're going to pray right now for something that you need. And she goes, we need a house. We don't want to live here. We don't want to be stuck homeless. We need a house. I go, 
perfect. Let's pray. So she and I held hands that day and I said, Lord, you provide a house for this family. They don't, yeah. they don't know how. They don't know what their next step is. They don't know where to go next, but that doesn't matter. You provide house for them in the name of Jesus. That's and so right. we prayed that 24 hours later. She comes running up to me, Miss Beverly, Miss Beverly, Miss Beverly. And I'm like, what, what, what? She goes, we're leaving. And I go, oh, you're leaving? She goes, yes, we got a house. Woo-hoo. I go, what? <laughs> we just prayed yesterday. That's that's incredible. And so her and her family, her mother came up and was hugging my neck. And they were so excited. They literally walked out of the Reliance Center from the, the temporary cot situation into a home. Their beautiful future. God is good. God is good. So the biggest miracle there, though, is that little girl gave her heart to Jesus. And when she did, God, Jesus, showed her who does miracles. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, because it's one thing if we see it every day. Mm-hmm. But for those families and those kids to see it and know it and yes. feel it. Yes. Uh, yes. That is really That's really a a story. Well, the beautiful thing, too, is, you know, when everything was wrapping down and all of the, you know, I think it was two weeks. It felt like a year. No, I think it was 11 days. 11 days. So just short of two weeks is how long it lasted. But (laughs) probably the hours, though, that we were there would have been a two-week period or two-and-a-half-week period. Right, a regular eight-hour day. (laughs) Yeah, or uh, even a 10-hour day was still. (laughs) Right. I know we were in some good shape when we left. Right. We were like tiny hatties Just walking from the child care center to the donation area is like half a mile. Well, we were discussing in the beginning, like, don't. Somebody'll bring us a golf cart or something. It's like, <laughs> Lord, where's our? That's golf what we cart? should have asked from the Queen of Crap. We oh, should have asked for a golf so, cart. Yes. <laughs> well, we know better, right? <laughs> hindsight, hindsight. But anyway, as as everyone was leaving, because you know they were supposed to leave. This was a temporary facility to get them back on their feet again. Yes. So yes, as people were leaving, we we're like saying, "Praise God!" People are leaving. People are finding their lives again. They're moving into homes. They're moving into jobs again. And yes, Houston received a whole lot of really great people that transferred permanently <laughs> from yes, New Orleans to Houston. Yes, and sure we did. love them to this day. I love running into people that came from from New Orleans during Katrina because I just felt like that was God's plan. It was God's plan to transplant you from that family to ours. <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> but as it as it started winding down, Tracy and I are looking at this forty thousand dollars worth of equipment. And I'm like, well, you know, the Reliant, the the Reliant gentleman from the facilities said he came and he said, you know, you guys kind of didn't have permission, but we have kind of estimated you have about a $65,000 operation here, all told, all in, everything donated. And we're like, mm, yeah, yeah, we do. Okay. Great. Yeah. So that was, that was like, that's the, what God did. That's what he did. We came in. We didn't bring any money with us. We didn't bring donations with us. We didn't bring We came thing. in with just our willingness to volunteer. Yes. Serial and volunteers. Yes. <laughs> and that's actually the name of the podcast. Serial volunteers. And we can't help it. We, that could be a whole nother episode. Right. But when it was all told and all settled down, that equipment we took 
You can tell it. We donated it. We donated it to another nonprofit organization who their their sole purpose is to go around to crisis areas after hurricanes or earthquakes, earthquakes or any kind of that that's their sole purpose. And so we were able to donate that $60,000 worth of stuff to amazing. that organization. So basically, we didn't even have to pack it up. And here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. When we saw their equipment that they take, you know, to devastate areas, mm -hmm. it was it was rough looking. It was. It was. And they packed up this beautiful stuff. Beautiful. We were like, oh, man. Transformed their ministry overnight yeah. just with all of this brand new equipment. And yeah. they honestly were... You could tell they were so humbled and yes. thankful, and yes. it was it yes. was epic. So, so that was God. That's the way God works, you know. <laughs> and I was like, "Thank you, Lord," because I didn't want to pack any of that stuff up and try to stick it in my garage. Oh, I didn't garage. even think about that. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, Beverly Carter. She is kind of a logistical girl. She's real creative and everything, but she's like, "Oh no, we didn't have to pack it up." And I'm like, oh, "We would have had to pack something up." Yeah, where were we going to store all right, that? Right, where are we going to put Lord. that? I mean, I had a conversion van back then. <laughs> it wouldn't have hold oh, all that stuff. Oh, we need to do a podcast on that van. <laughs> the you ministry. Know her, you know her last name is Carter. I was like, your name is your ministry. You cart things. <laughs> yep. So, yep. Anyway. True story. Well, Beverly, I am so glad you came here to do this with me. I'm so thankful to you. And this was fun. This was really, really fun. We have to do it again. We sure will. So blessings and awesomeness to you, my sweet besties. And we'll see you next time here on The Forecast Awesome.